Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nadie and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nadie and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nadie, of course. And with me, as always, on this journey of movies and TV is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We just got our Santa pictures taken for Ben's first Christmas. That's awesome. We we don't do Santa here. Oh, oh. well, I mean, I just feel like you have to go do the like screaming baby crying Christmas card pick. Um, but he didn't he actually did neither. He didn't like smile or cry. He just like sat there staring into the abyss. We actually did take Elizabeth to Elizabeth. I took Elizabeth because she's my wife, <laughs> but we took Anna to a Christmas lights thing at a local garden place and they had Santa there. Anna was having nothing to do with Santa. She didn't with cry, Santa. but she did like turn her head and she was like, mommy. And they took some pictures and I didn't buy any of them, but I got like the proofs and they're, they're pretty funny because her pretty face, funny. her face was like, no. Mm-mm. That's awesome. I, I that's what I'm saying. It goes, it, it goes either way. Okay. So bigger Christmas news. I know you've been busy. I'm surprised you still got the homework done for our podcast, but you had a huge Christmas show, which was like, yeah, kind of the biggest thing. I remember when you got hired at this place, they were like, you have to put on this awesome Christmas show. I think it went really well. We did a Christmas carol and we also had some of the elementary students sing some Christmas carols and, you know, be all cutesy and stuff. And yeah, I think it went really well. A lot of parents. That's everybody's favorite part. Oh yeah. Really? A lot, of, a lot of parents came up to me afterwards and were telling me that it was the best one that the school's done and that the kids that I cast were perfectly cast. And yeah, it just went extremely well. And I was very that proud. That is awesome. That's awesome, buddy. I feel like that's a huge compliment to have someone say, this is our the best one we've seen. That is awesome. Speaking of the best we've ever seen, you told me that WandaVision was your favorite Disney-made TV series for Marvel. Yeah, I think WandaVision was my favorite one. And it wasn't just because it was the first one. Because before, you know, we had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC. We had Runaways, which was on Hulu. And so we had all these shows from other companies making these shows. And some were good and some were a piece of poop. And then Disney was like, hey, we own Marvel now, so we should probably make some shows. So and now, make them not poop. Yeah, make them not poop. Because so far, Disney has handled Marvel pretty well. And, you know, obviously they've done pretty well because that's how we're able to do an entire list of movies and TV shows. And so we started watching the very first Disney Plus show, WandaVision, for our homework this week. And then we also watched, I think it was like, the second i'm pretty sure it was the second one so we did wandavision and we did the falcon and the winter soldier i told katie that wandavision was my favorite disney plus show because wanda aka the scarlet witch is my favorite character in the mcu so far and then before we get into the other show let's talk about wandavision katie can you please 
give us a synopsis of the first Disney Plus show, WandaVision. I'm happy to do so. We have two main characters, and you'd probably guess it's Wanda and Vision. Uh, The first three, maybe four episodes of the nine-episode series is based in TV sitcoms. The entire show is pretending to be a 90s show as we go on. So it's kind of fun because it's like an ode to like I Love Lucy. It's an ode to like Bewitched, I think, or is that what it's called? Yeah, Bewitched. And also an ode to like Dick Van Dyke and... Dick Van Dyke, yeah. Um, Also, even Modern Family at one point. Um, So that's kind of fun, but you're very confused because Vision and Wanda, remember Vision is at this point dead in our Marvel Cinematic Universe. So you're kind of confused how they're together and you're confused on whether this is just a dream or if it's really happening. So about halfway through, we realized that Wanda is creating this alternate reality uh, with her superpowers and she has recreated Vision and she has used all these superpowers to essentially hold an entire town hostage in order to create her little fake reality universe. So it's not a timeline difference. It's not like a, a multiverse thing. It's just her own little reality. What would you say, Ben? You're right. We do need Nathan to explain. Is this a multiverse or reality? It's not multiverse. This is Wanda using her abilities to the extent that we haven't seen them used before. So she's created this alternate reality, but it's not like a multiverse kind of thing, but it's alternate reality where vision is alive. She is building this home, this neighborhood, this town. She creates an entire town, takes people essentially hostage and forces them to play these characters in this sitcom life that she's creating. Unbeknownst to her, that there is actually someone else kind of in control of what's going on too. Ooh, yes, but I'll let you yeah, get so, into that. Um, so picking up, uh, eventually at one point she has two kids in the show, like so two of her own sons, and eventually we meet the a few characters outside um, that have showed up in other Marvel movies. So that's kind of a nice Easter egg. And there's a special person, Rambo, who is the daughter of Captain Marvel's bestie from Air Force days. And she, by the end of the, uh, spoiler alert, by the end, she kind of becomes her own superhero because she keeps coming in and out of this reality and that transforms the cells on her body. The whole thing, towards the end, Vision starts being like weirded out, realizing that he's in an alternate reality, starts kind of questioning Scarlet Witch, who we've never called her Scarlet Witch until WandaVision, because by the end, she finds out because of the bad guy whose name I don't know. She's some witch lady. The bad guy's name is Agatha Harkness. And she's another witch that is basically becomes envious of Wanda's powers and wants to know how she's doing this and what's going on. And so Pietro back to life. But it's not the Pietro that we met in Age of Ultron. No, it's the Pietro we have met in the X-Men Fox movies. So that was an interesting twist. But then you find out that it's not even really him. It's this random actor who just so happens to look like the guy from the Fox X-Men movies being brainwashed into acting like Wanda's brother. And that's how he's able to have the abilities because Agatha basically gives them to him with her witch powers. Again, we have Vision realizing what's going on. There's also an origin called Swords, and they create all-white version Vision comics of the Vision that we know. 
And so they send him in to basically kill Wanda. And so they have to team up and vision actually has a conversation with this vision and basically confuses him into realizing or thinking that he's the, I'm confusing myself just talking about it. Obviously Agatha and Wanda have this epic battle and obviously Wanda wins and she officially becomes the Scarlet Witch. And so she has this awesome new outfit. And so she sets all the people free except Agatha. She traps her into town and then it ends with a post-credit scene where she has officially become all powerful. So she's learning all the dark magic within the dark hold book, which we've seen before she uh, she's doing all that. And all of a sudden she hears the voices of her sons, which we all think have disintegrated when she gets rid of the alternate reality. So we'll see what happens there because she's supposed to appear in Dr. Strange too. So hopefully that'll all be explained in that movie. So I basically just did the whole synopsis for Katie. It was a little bit long, Nathan, for synopsis, but we'll give you credit. There was a lot. Uh, And I don't remember. Oh, also Ben's having a meltdown. So that's fun. Um, I don't remember the boys' voices at the end. What? She's doing her, you know, mantra, reading the dark whole book. And all of a sudden she hears her son saying, mom, mom, mommy, mom. And then she flies off and then she flies off. And that's the end of the season, which apparently was a one-off season. There's not going to be any more WandaVisions. Obviously you liked it. I really liked it too. I have to admit something. I didn't like it the first time I watched it. Watching it a second time, knowing what I knew at the end made watching all the other like quirky first first episodes actually more fun. I really enjoyed the show. This show got a lot of hype because, you know, again, it was the first one and because it was the very first Marvel thing really to get like legit awards and legit nominations for like best actor, best actress, not just special effects, but they got nominated for like best screenwriting and all this stuff. So this really put Marvel on the map when it came to TV shows. No offense to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But yeah, this show really added to the legitimacy of Marvel entertainment. I think that's why a lot of people liked it. A lot of people like the other shows that have come out since, but I think this one, this one was really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Takes the takes cake. I think it was creative. I love Rambo. So like she, I'm excited to see maybe instead of a second one division, they'll just do a spinoff of her. But I agree with not having a spin with not having a sequel or a follow-up because I do think that you can't have vision die and then do an entire nine episodes with vision alive and then like permanently keep him around. Like, I think that that chapter needs to be closed. Well, I think they're eventually going to bring back that other vision because he flew off. Rambo's going to show up in the captain Marvel movie. And yes, she is. She's going to be in the new Captain Marvel movie. We are going to see her again. I just think this show was really well done. I think the acting was great. I think the storyline was good. I know a lot of people were confused when this show first came out about the first two episodes because they weren't, you know, they were just random. But re-watching them, you notice, even in the first two episodes, that you notice that things are going and you can tell that Wanda is, is in control of everything. And uh, case in point, the first episode where they have their boss, uh, Vision's boss over and he starts choking and you can tell that Vision wants to do something, but it it looks like he can't until Linda says Vision help him. And so that's when he's able to actually help his boss. But before then, Wanda was controlling every move and everything that was going on. I want to talk about Winter Soldier and Falcon. Let's talk about Winter Soldier 
and Falcon or Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Captain America and the Winter Soldier or whatever this show's called. They yeah, change the name. Starts as, it starts as Winter Soldier and Falcon and it ends as Captain America and Bucky. No, no, it ends as Captain America and the Winter Soldier. But No, he's not the Winter Soldier anymore because he gave up that life, which is a cool segue into the plot of this TV show. Um, you have two characters, again, just like Wanda and Vision. The name speaks for itself. Dealing with the loss of Captain America, dealing with the post-Blip world, Falcon trying to find his way in the world, um, flashbacks to a lot of scenes in his hometown of, I think, maybe New Orleans, somewhere in Louisiana. And then Bucky trying to, a Winter Soldier, trying to cope with being an Avenger hero, but also the reality that he killed lots of people. And the main problem of this series is these people trying to bring the world back to a pre-blip world and they're run by some super soldiers and they end up, oh, this is a lot to explain. Falcon and Bucky pair up kind of sort of with the new Captain America and his black best friend, which is just kind of funny to me. The show takes place a few years, maybe a month after in game and Falcon decides to give up captain shield and put in a museum and winter soldier bucky is not really happy with that because he knows that steve wanted him to have it and during this whole thing he meets isaiah is an african-american who fought alongside steve rogers i believe and was actually experimented on he's basically saying you know uh, uh, people will never allow a black uh, captain america and so there's that uh, narrative being presented that America just isn't ready for a black Captain America. And of course, Sam proves Isaiah wrong. And before he does that, uh, Katie mentioned there is a new Captain America, John Walker, who takes up the mantle and he hasn't even taken the serum yet. And so he takes the serum because he feels like he needs it to be fully Captain America. And we, as we learned with Chris Evans, Captain America, when you take the serum, it shows who you really are. So basically, John Walker slowly goes insane and his friend dying kind of pushes him over the edge and he ends up killing somebody. He gets fired as Captain America and he's not really happy with that. And so we meet Valentina, who we met at the end of the Black Widow movie, the post credit scene that leads up to Hawkeye. We meet Valentina and she is basically, I think she's trying to get a group together, kind of like Nick Fury did with the Avengers, but she's trying to get a group of bad Avenger people together. And so she basically creates him into a character named U.S. Agent, who is like the bad version of Captain America. Sam becomes Captain America. And so, yeah, there's a lot that goes on. I feel like this show was better than I thought because Nathan had me thinking it wasn't that good. And also the first episode is all that I'd seen before and I didn't like it, so I turned it off. But I feel like the worst episode was the first one. And once I got over it, I thought it was actually really entertaining. Now, I wasn't saying that the show was bad. I'm saying out of all the Disney Plus shows, was the least interesting to me. I'm not saying it was bad, though. I mean, the acting was good. The storyline was okay. Uh, we also forgot to mention that they brought in uh, Agent Carter's niece, Sharon Carter, and they kind of make her a bad So there's that. That Sharon Carter's a bad guy now. She's the power broker who is basically using power to gain power because she was blacklisted, I guess, which I don't remember them showing that happening to her. So let's just give our, our ratings really quick. This is going to be a really short episode. What's our ratings? Uh, ben? Was that, which one was that for? For both of them? 
Oh, we liked WandaVision. I'm Winter Soldier, probably a three. Okay, I'd probably give WandaVision a four, and I'll give Winter Soldier, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'll give that a three as well, I think. I think we did the same one. Before this episode ends, I just want everyone who's listening to know that this will be our last episode for 2021 because we're taking a two-week break to spend time with our families and kind of figure out what we're going to be doing next because when we return in 2022, we will basically almost be done with the Marvel Cinematic Universe list. Obviously, we'll still review Marvel movies, but we will be hopefully moving on to another series of movies and TV shows, maybe. We'll see. We need to figure that out before we start. We will, we'll figure it out. But yes, the folks have a wonderful new year, but um, I'm excited. What's our homework for the next one? I know it's not going to be for a while, but I need to get started. So our homework will be Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, which I'm not watching again, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Hawkeye. So since we're going to be taking a two-week break, <laughs> we could essentially watch all of these. Just take our time. And then we'll actually be able to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, which at the time of this recording, it's the week that that movie comes out. And I've already planned on seeing it two times. Yeah, it's not someone back who's excited. Back. I'm extremely excited. I really hope it's good. I'm seeing it with my father and then I'm seeing it with my wife who's also excited about seeing it as well. So Katie, would you like to close us out with one last closeout line of 2021? Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thanks for listening to Nadie and Katie at the movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can contact us at nadieandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Nathan, this is uh, probably the What? It hasn't stopped recording yet. No, I don't want recording in progress.